What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Friday, January 10th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a nice, successful, uh, beautiful week. Hopefully, all you guys are still grinding. Hopefully, all you guys have a great weekend. It should be some really good um, NFL playoff games tomorrow. The national championship game is on Monday, so that should be a good one. It's a couple good college basketball games on Sunday. We'll talk about it in a second. But again, hopefully all you guys are doing well, continue to grind, work hard, be patient for the, all the good things that you want in life, keep striving and working hard for everything. But with that being said, last night, the Minnesota Golden Gophers, led by Richard Patino, came in to East Lansing to play my Michigan State Spartans, the eighth ranked team in the nation, and we won the game by a score of 58 to 74, but trust me, it was much more closer than that, but let's get into the box score real quick. So for Minnesota... Alheen Demir had 10 points, one assist, eight rebounds, one steal, and three blocks. Daniel Oturu had 22 points, one assist, 10 rebounds, one steal, and two blocks. Marcus Carr had 11 points, six assists, and three rebounds. Gabe Kalsher had five points, two rebounds, one steal, and one block. Peyton Willis had seven points, four assists, and one rebound. Jarvis Omerza had one assist, three rebounds, and one block. And Trey Williams had three points, one assist, and one rebound. For my Spartans... Xavier Tillman had a crazy game, and the stat line shows you why. 19 points, 4 assists, 16 rebounds, 3 steals, 5 blocks for Xavier Tillman. Aaron Henry had 7 points, 7 assists, and 3 rebounds. Gabe Brown had 9 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 steal. Marcus Bingham had 2 points, 6 rebounds, and 1 block. Cassius Winston had 22 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, and 2 steals. Thomas Kithier had 1 point and 2 rebounds. Julius Marble added 2 points, 4 rebounds, and 1 steal. Malik Hall had 2 points, 1 assist, 4 rebounds, and 1 steal. Rocky Watts had 2 points, 2 assists, and 1 rebound. Foster Lawyer had 3 points. And my guy, Kyle Arns, who was a very good player for this team and a very underrated for this te- player for this team, excuse me, did not play last night. I believe he was dealing with the sore Achilles, so Coach Izzo on the staff decided to sit him out. But, man, this game was super interesting just because of the way that we started out this game. Like, my Spartans, we started off very slow. It was a very ugly effort for us in the first half. I mean, I won't say that, but Xavier Tillman came out the gate six points. Like, he had two really good uh, finishes off Aaron Henry assist that were pretty much all good. He had another bucket in the post, and he was just dominant in the post all night long for the most part on the offensive end. He was getting pretty much whatever he wanted. But the bigs for Minnesota, Daniel Oturu, who's a really good player, who decided to come back for, I believe he's a sophomore now, I want to say, and um, Demir, they were getting pretty much whatever they wanted to. And that's a big weakness for my Spartans right now. I'm going to keep saying it. That's our biggest weakness right now is in the post. Defensively, we are struggling in that area mightily. And it wasn't that bad last night, but it was still something to notice because the way we give up buckets in the post just shouldn't be happening. But also, we got to give credit to Minnesota's bigs because they are good and no credit to that. The thing that I was worried about a tad bit going into this game was Marcus Carr because he is a transfer from Pittsburgh, came over to Minnesota. Um, I watched Minnesota a couple of weeks ago. They played Ohio State when Ohio State, I think at the time, Ohio State was ranked like number two. They were at Minnesota playing against the same Golden Gopher club, and Marcus Carr went crazy. I think he almost had like close to 30 points, and I was kind of worried about it, but I wasn't too worried about it. Cassius Winston didn't guard him. They put on Aaron Henry on it for the most part, and 
for the most part, we kept him contained. He had a little stretch in the first half where he was going off. He had a three. He threw a really nice bounce pass in the middle of the lane to Demir for an easy layup. Um, he's, he's a really good player. I will not deny that at all. He's a very, very tough point guard. But we did a good job initially guarding him for the most for the most part of the game. Excuse me. Um, a couple of plays that stuck out to me, though. Julius Marble. Because, as I said, our bigs were not playing good. Like It, it was just a bad energy in the first half. Like I didn't sense any sense of awareness. I didn't sense a defensive prowess that we usually have. It didn't feel like we were giving that extra effort. The only person that felt like that was playing hard for my Spartans in that first half was Xavier Tillman. Like he was the only person that I felt like I could completely say was playing 100%. Even Cassius Winston, as great as he's been all year and forever now, he is a legend. We'll talk about that in a second too. He kind of came out slow and he was missing some shots. He missed a left-handed layup. He missed a mid-range jumper. He didn't really get it going until the second half, even though he did score a couple points in the first half. I think he scored a few points in the first half, but he really got off in the second half. But again, since Marcus Bingham, Thomas Kithier, and oh yeah, those just those two were struggling, Coach Izzo said, forget it. Since they're not playing their hardest right now, he's going to throw Julius Marble in the game. And Julius Marble did a good job for the most part. He had a play where he did give up an easy post bucket to Daniel Turu. But besides that, he played really well. He had a really big play when he got a steal. He took two dribbles, passed half court, gave it to Aaron Henry, got it back for a steal. And that was pretty much the spark to the ignition, even though... You got to get credit to Minnesota because they kept this game close the entire game. I know the score did not show it. They, we won by, I believe, 16 points. They still were in this game. Believe me when I say that. Minnesota did a really good job of just not getting rattled. They stayed in the game. They were poised. They were cool-headed, cool and calm-headed. And you got to give them credit for that. In the second half, though, they still stayed in the game. But you can definitely tell that Coach Izzo was lighting up my Spartans at halftime. Like he must have said something to got to get us ignited. Now we didn't really turn on the a uh, switch and do something. Oh, another thing actually, before I actually get into the second half, my bad. We had a lot of bad turnovers, and I mean a lot. Uh, Rocket Watts had to travel. Cassius had a bad pass and tr that he tried to get to Xavier Tillman in the post. That was easy to steal. It was like I'm saying. It was just a whole bunch of. It felt like just lackadaisical basketball play in that first half. Like, I think we had eight turnovers in that first half. And you can tell that Coach Izzo was livid. He was not having any of it. And it's just, we just can't have that. Because a majority of those turnovers, as Coach Izzo said, were unforced turnovers. Like, there were just turnovers that we were just being sloppy with the basketball. We weren't valuing possessions. And we just can't have that happen. Even though I will give us credit because we did a much better job of being cautious with the ball and protecting the ball and valuing the ball. Because that's the best thing. When you can actually get shots in possessions, that's obviously the game of basketball but when you have a lot of turnovers that's not going to be the remedy to success and we did a good job of changing that from the first half to the second half so I give us credit for that in that second half though again I think Cassius Winston only scored nine points in that first half he went off for 18 in the second half and he honestly didn't even get hot like this was probably his most quiet game of the year other than Duke but like Last night, literally, it, it almost like he had 27 points. He finished with 27 points, 18 points in the second half, but it was almost like it was a quiet 27 points, if you know what I mean. Like, he had a couple loud buckets. Like, he had a nasty bucket, I believe. Um, I think it was either between Trey Trey Williams or Gabe Coucher that was guarding him, where he pretty much just was breaking him down the isolation. He took a step-back move and hit a dagger three, nothing but net, and he fell to the floor and everything, and the Breslin Center went crazy and ecstatic. But... It was honestly like he just like he was hooping. Don't get it twisted, but he just had a quiet game. Like, and he still finished with twenty seven. That should let you know everything you need to know about Cassius Winston right there. 
a quiet 27-point game. It's not a lot of people in the country that are doing that when it comes to college basketball. Trust me, he's one of a single-digit amount of people in college basketball that are doing that. So you got to give him credit. He still did a really good job. Um, we, we also did have a lot of opportunities that we should have um, – what am I saying? That we should have scored on, but we let them go. Um, that was another thing too. We did ended up out rebounding Minnesota by I believe fourteen, um, yeah, or eighteen. We out rebounded Minnesota forty eight to thirty, but it did not feel like that. Minnesota had too many offensive rebounds. Give credit to Daniel Turu, of course, Demir, um, Jarvis O'Mercer had a couple rebounds too. But we just shouldn't have gave up as many offensive rebounds as we would have liked to. And that's what I'm saying, Marcus Bingham. Even though he's skinny, even though he's put on weight, he has to start being more of a force in the post and getting rebounds and carving out space for himself. I know it's hard when you're as skinny as he is, but he's going to have to figure out some way to do it, whether it's just putting a, a butt on somebody's cheek to box out or whether it's just straight up using your height and athleticism to go get a rebound. I don't know what he's got to do, but he needs to be much more better when it comes to um, rebounding, but I'm not too worried about it. I think every day, every game, he's he's slowly getting better. He's slowly getting more experience. So I'm not really worried about that. Another thing too, though, we took out Cassius Winston that first half, and Foster Lawyer again. I'm gonna give props to Foster Lawyer whenever I can because I doubted him, and I'm happy to admit I was wrong about Foster Lawyer because he's playing really well. He only scored three points, but. Even though we struggled a little bit when Cassius went out the game and Foster came into the game, he still did a pretty decent job of running the offense. And that was a very big thing for us, too. So I was happy for us there. But again, that second half, we played much better. I was happy with our defense because our defense actually forced a couple different steals to, to not, or last night. Excuse me. We had um, eight steals. Minnesota only had three. I think the biggest steal of the game was a play where Minnesota had the ball. I believe it was Jarvis O'Marisol that had the ball. He was kind of fumbling it. He didn't really get a good hand on the ball. He fumbled it. Malik Hall grabbed it. He threw it down the court. Gabe Brown was running for an easy layup. And then I forget what Minnesota player it was, but sadly, it was some incidental contact. And Gabe Brown came down and hit him in his chin. And sadly, he was started bleeding out a lot. And he lost a tooth. I'm praying for that guy because I can't even imagine. I'd be so mad if I were to uh, lose a tooth in the middle of a basketball game. But So we're praying for him. But... It was just little plays again. You know, Minnesota, they're not a terrible team. They're a pretty good team. They're a decent team. Um, but again, a win is a win. We got the job done. We played good basketball for the most part. Xavier Tillman, man, he's been balling. Like, honestly, he's making a case every single game. Like, since the Illinois game a couple games ago, he's been making a case to why he could be first team all Big Ten. Him and Cassius Winston have a legitimate shot. I know Cash is going to be first-team All-Big Ten again, but Xavier Tillman can realistically make first-team All-Big Ten. And, and it's a whole bunch of really good players in the Big Ten. Like, you got Luca Garza at Iowa. Of course, you got Caleb Weston at Ohio State. Um, you, it's a lot of players, but Xavier Tillman, man, doing a hell of a job. Like, he had a whole bunch of block shots. He had five block shots last night, three steals. Again, I think in the, after, or in the first, he had, I want to say he had 13 points and 11 rebounds at the half. Think about that. 13 points and 11 rebounds at halftime. He's doing the dirty work and he's being productive doing it. And I think not only has he, and I've seen a lot of people, this is what I meant to say. I've seen a lot of people saying that Xavier Tillman is improving and he is, don't get it twisted. And you know, he's starting to find himself, but that's not the case. I think Xavier Tillman has accepted his role. He knows his purpose on this team now and he's executing it flawlessly and he's accepting it. And I think that's the biggest thing. He hadn't really stepped into the role that he did last year because last year when Nick Ward got hurt, 
the coaching staff pretty much challenged Xavier Tillman, like, you have to step into this role and you have to be productive in that role. And he did that. Like, he did that to a T last year in our run to the Final Four. This year, he kind of, like, at the beginning of the year, he was taking some steps back. He wasn't as aggressive. He wasn't rebounding as hard. He was playing good still, but he just wasn't giving that extra effort. And ever since the Illinois game, he's just been playing really, really good. And you got to give him credit, man. I'm super happy for X because he's playing his butt off. He's the unsung hero for this team. He's the glue that keeps it together. And you just got to give him credit for that, man. And again, like I, like I stated, he came out, scored the first six points, and he was just dominating. 13 points and 11 rebounds at half is crazy. So got to give credit to Xavier Tillman. Um, another player that gave us some good minutes was Malik Hall. He dove on a couple loose balls. I think he was on two different loose balls. Um, he, he had a, a steal that was, again, I stated, a big-time steal. He had four rebounds. He was just all-around all all productive. But, again, Minnesota kept this game very close. Trey Williams hit a three that I believe put the Golden Gophers down by eight points. Richard Pitino called a timeout, or I think it was either he called a timeout or it was a media timeout. And they were playing pretty good. They went into a zone a couple different times. That kind of got uh, my Spartans out of place a little bit. But for the most part, we did a good job of just calming down the storm, staying together, not getting too lackadaisical in that second half, and just competing. And, and again, Cassius Winston, like, he went off. He had 18 points in that second half alone. He could, he, he's, man, he's a legend. Like, if you haven't checked out my article on Nuts and Bolts Sports, I did an article dedicated strictly to Cassius Winston. He is an absolute legend. Like what he did last night just further shows me that like he's every night he's playing as in a Michigan State uniform. He's further um, etching his legacy in Michigan State he history because he is the truth. And I already know he's been doing this for a while now, but like the game is just so easy to him. Like the plays that he makes, he threw a nice lob pass to Xavier Tillman. He threw a nice bounce pass to, I believe, I, I think it was Aaron Henry, even though he passed away from it. He had a nice play where pretty much the defense broke down. Michigan State got an offensive rebound. They kicked it out to Cassius Winston. The defense rotated towards him. Gabe Brown was in the corner by himself. Cassius threw it to him. I think Gabe Brown missed it. But it's just little plays like that that really want your teammates to play with you. It's a big word that a lot of people use nowadays. But got to give a big shout to Rashad Phillips that uses it the most, especially when it comes to Trey Young. And it's called magnetism. And Cassius Winston has a magnetism about him that just everybody wants to play with him. And when you have a point guard like that, it's so easy to just out-hustle and play with that guy. Like, you just want to play with a player like Cassius Winston. And he just does it, man. He just gets it done. He can score with ease. It was a play where... He got a screen from Xavier Tillman, and a Minnesota player bumped him. Should have been a foul. But anyways, they didn't call the foul. He kind of, like, lost the handle for a second. He lost the ball. He was looking at the ball. He picks it up, goes two, three dribbles to his right hand, gets to the right side of the cup, easy layup. And it's just like he does it so effortlessly. And then it was, like, one of the last plays in the game. It was probably, like, 39 seconds left on the shot clock. Probably, like, I mean, no, 39 seconds left on the game clock. Probably, like, 10 seconds left on the shot clock. I believe Marcus Carr was guarding him. Coach Izzo was telling him to just go score a bucket because you don't want to get a shot clock violation and turnover. Cash Winston takes another two dribbles. He gets stopped. Marcus Carr does a good job, you know, stopping him, cutting him off defensively. Cash Winston puts up a little floater. Easy. Like, this dude is just the truth. Like, he just makes basketball look so easy. Like, I haven't seen a player make the game look so this easy since Denzel Valentine. And he, honestly, he makes the game look easier than what Denzel Valentine made the game look, man. And so, again, really good win. Minnesota falls to eight and seven on the year. Um, we improved to thirteen and three, or yeah, thirteen and three on the year. We are now five and zero in Big Ten play. We have a very, very big time game coming up on Sunday morning against Purdue at Purdue in Mackey Arena. Should be a very, very interesting game. I cannot wait for that game because Purdue 
They lost a tough game last night at Michigan in double overtime in a game where Travion Williams, I believe, had a career high in points and assists, or excuse me, and rebounds. And so it's going to be a good game. Even though Purdue, they don't have one of their better teams. Matt Painter's still doing a pretty good job of coaching them. Um, they still have some good pieces on that team. They're going to play as tough. Again, Mackey Arena is one of the best um environments in all the college basketball and so that should be a really good game i cannot wait for sunday i do think we'll get the win just because we're the better team if you ask me that's not me being biased or anything i just think purdue is having a very down year i don't think they're going to be one of the top three teams in the big 10 but i think we'll win the game even though again Mackey arena man it's a crazy environment i think we're gonna have to go in there cool calm level-headed we're gonna have to trust our point guard we're gonna have to make shots because that's one thing last year we lost that game by like 20 or not 20. I think we lost that game by almost 20 points and we made a run that second half to get back into the game, but it, it, we just couldn't do it. We couldn't pull off the comeback, but hopefully we, you know, we win the game Sunday, man. But as always, um, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check them out again. I just made my, I just posted my blog on Cassius Winston dedicated to him and the stuff he's going through. Long live Zach uh smoothie winston so go check that out that's at nuts and bolts sports but also go check out their other podcast and articles they do a really good job they have a whole bunch of great content creators that's at nuts and bolts sports go check them out they do a fantastic job with all things sports go check them out again nuts and bolts sports go check them out but with that being said this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast if you made this far i truly appreciate you as always please like comment subscribe rate review share and all those other good things and if you listen to my podcast on apple podcast please leave a rate and review that's how we share and grow and expand the podcast please please do that if you listen to apple podcast but again you guys have a great relaxing peaceful uh, weekend. I will talk to you guys soon. Um, and I'll, yeah, you guys have a great one. Peace, love, and blessings gone.